When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I am your host, Jeff Hartman, senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and it is Wednesday. I'm sad to say that I'm not live. I had a lot of people that were kind of asking me, hey, are you ever going to go back to the Spotify Green Room app? I'm not sure. To be completely honest with you, I'm not sure. We had an agreement that was SB Nation and the Spotify Green Room app. We had to do, we did X number of episodes, and I don't know. I, I kind of like the old school vibe, uh, but nonetheless, we might go back to that. Today's Wednesday, which means in the second half of the show, I answer the Twitter mailbag from my Ride or Die crew, which they're as loyal as they come when it comes to Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and I appreciate every single one of you for listening to me, for bringing me into your house, car, headphones on the treadmill, listening while you do work or dishes, doesn't matter where you listen, how you listen, just that you're listening. My ride or die crew is the absolute best. Um, I've got people sending me photos from training camp. It's been absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And speaking of training camp, anyone else kind of getting sick of training camp? No, I'm just joking. I'm not. I love hearing the news from training camp and hearing about these players that you just don't hear too much about. Uh, Mike Tomlin did meet with the media on Tuesday to preview the upcoming preseason game against the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday. He talked about a lot of stuff, everything from who's not going to play, who is going to play, 
um, the quarterback hierarchy, and, and there's a lot to dissect here. And that's what we want to focus on today is that upcoming game on Thursday. Yes, that meaningless preseason game, but there's a lot to diagnose and to dissect as we approach that game. Before we do that, I want to remind everyone that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We have all the latest breaking news. We have commentary. We have film room. We have you name it. It is just it's phenomenal. The, the site is just really clicking on all cylinders, and I hope that you are someone that checks it out. And a reminder that you can create an account at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for absolutely nothing. You can become a part of the community. It's a great community. I will be honest. If you have a claim or you have a narrative, and they will call you out on that in the comment section, just so you're aware. If you have some hot take, and they're going to call you out if you're wrong, just so you know. But nonetheless, it's a great community. All you have to do to create an account is go to any article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, scroll to the bottom, it'll give you the opportunity to comment, and if you don't have an account, it'll say sign up here, totally free, you fill out your username, all that stuff, and then I think you have to wait 24 hours, and then boom, you're good to go. And so that means on Thursday, we will have live threads during the game, and that is a way for people to actually watch the game with other Steeler fans, even though they're not in the same area. It could be all around the world. Our Behind the Steel Curtain fan base is global. So is our podcast fan base. So keep that in mind, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And then our podcast platform, wherever you get your podcast, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, Spotify, doesn't matter where, subscribe, follow so that you don't miss anything all of our morning shows, our new shows that are going out in the afternoon. We're talking about the Fantasy Football Fix with Jeremy Betts. We're talking about the Cutting Room Floor with Jeffrey Benedict, the War Room with Maddie Peverell, the Ohioans with the Power Half Hour, The what Yin's talking about. It's just tremendous, tremendous stuff. I, I hope you're checking it out. Hope you're checking it out. But the one thing we all want to check out is this Thursday night, the Steelers and Cowboys at the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. I have family in Canton, and they always talk about that whenever the Steelers have anyone, coach, player, front office, staff member, get inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the Canton, Ohio turns into a Steelers fan frenzy the entire week. And it's going to happen this week when you think about they're inducting two classes. It's not just the 2021, but also the 2020 class. We're talking Bill Cower. We're talking Donnie Shell, Troy Palomalu, Alan Fanica, Bill Nunn. Uh, it's just going to be absolutely incredible. And it's going to be a scene for sure in Canton, Ohio. As all those Pittsburgh Steelers and those members of the organization get into the Hall of Fame, and the Pittsburgh Steelers play against the Dallas Cowboys with a legendary matchup in the Hall of Fame game. Let's talk about expectations here, folks. That's what I want to talk about today. On Monday, I hashed out 10 players, 5 offense, 5 defense, that I said Steeler fans should keep an eye on. And I, I stand by my list. Even after hearing Mike Tomlin's press conference, I stand by my list. Those are all players that fans should be excited to watch, whether it's you know Kendrick Green or Dwayne Haskins or on defense, James Pierre, Ulysses Gilbert III. There's a lot of players that fans that really pay attention, I call them the diehards, should really keep an eye on. Now, in the preseason, winning a game doesn't mean anything. It does for me. I'll tell you why. 
I'll never forget, and I wish I had this statistic somewhere, but I, I don't even know if it still stands. I just know that when I was younger, meaning when I was living back in Wheeling, West Virginia, the preseason games would be on, and they would always seemingly state that there's never been a team that has finished 0 and whatever. At the time, it was 0 and 4. This year, it could be 0 and 3, and made the Super Bowl slash one. I'm sorry, made the playoffs slash won the Super Bowl. So, because I am someone that looks at that and I am definitely superstitious, I said, "Oh my gosh, just can the Steelers just win a game? Just win one of them. I don't care if they have to win by." Uh, a team that says, I don't want to tie, so we're going to go for it, and they don't get it, and the Steelers end up winning. I don't care. You just win one. I'm not going to freak out about anything, but just win one so that I don't have to think about it in, my, in the back of my head constantly. Oh, my gosh. If they don't win a game, they could fall into that trap. They could fall into that narrative. I hope that doesn't happen. And like I said, I'm not even sure if that narrative is still accurate. I'll ask Dave Schofield. Maybe he can find that out uh, and see if that still stands. But nonetheless... I do care about them winning one game, but ultimately, what should you be looking for? We already talked about the players. Like I said, that was Monday's show. If you want to listen, go back and listen to that one. I enjoyed that show. I thought it was a very, very good show. But today, I want to set realistic expectations for the Steelers versus the Cowboys. Realistic expectations. I'll say that again, based on the fact that some fans, I don't know what they really think when they watch preseason. It is different. It is totally different. You're not watching like in the regular season where you're, okay, how's Ben playing? Okay, what is the offense doing? How are they running the ball? What's the scheme? Are they doing anything different? Uh, defensively, are they getting pressure on the quarterback? You just can't look at this the same way in the preseason. You just can't. It is a different game. You're talking about third, four-string players that are going to be playing the vast majority of the second half of this game on Thursday night. So you can't sit there and say, oh, the Steelers are going to stink. They can't They can't sack the quarterback. Why would it matter? I mean, if Isaiah Loudermilk can't get to the quarterback, does that have anything to do with Cam Hayward? No. So let's set some realistic expectations. I have five, five realistic expectations for the Steelers, no matter who's playing. I feel like that's important to state. No matter who's playing, these expectations carry throughout the game. So whether Najee Harris is running the ball or whether it's Kalen Ballage, it does not matter. So here, let's go through these five things. And then I'm going to answer Twitter mailbag questions in the second half. Number one, no turnovers. No turnovers. I don't care if it's Joshua Dobbs, Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph, whoever's at the at the helm, don't turn the ball over. Anyone that's carrying the football, I don't care if it's Pat Fryermuth, I don't care if it's Zach Gentry, I don't care if it is uh, Jalen Samuels, don't put the ball on the turf. Do not put the ball on the turf. No turnovers. That is specifically to the offense. Defense, if you get turnovers, great. If not, whatever. But offense, don't play a sloppy brand of football. Keep it clean. Don't turn the ball over. That's number one. And these, I say number one, these are real... They're not in any particular order. The next one, solid tackling. This is specific to defense, obviously. I want to see players that are willing and able to tackle the ball carrier. You see it all the time. Think back to when Deion Sanders used to play football. That guy would avoid contact like the plague. I mean, we're talking about 
geez, he would dive at people's ankles just because he didn't want the contact. I don't want that type of player on the Steelers. That's not the type of Steelers player I look forward to seeing. So I want to see solid tackling. I can't stand it when players whiff. I can't stand tackles after contact. If you get to the ball carrier, bring him down. I feel like even though a lot of people complain about Keith Butler, they complain about Mike Tomlin, they complain about the Steelers' defense, I still feel deep down that they are a very good tackling team. And right when you think you're going to sit there and say, Jeff, you're wrong, they're horrible, go watch another team, and you will see what bad tackling actually looks like. It's just the tackling in the NFL has gotten so bad. I stand by that. So that was the second one. So we had no turnovers, solid tackling, and then next, win the line of scrimmage. So here the Steelers are going to play the Dallas Cowboys, and again, I don't care if it's their second, third, fourth, fifth, who knows how many you know spots on the depth chart they have at positions. I don't care. And when it comes to the line of scrimmage, playing in the trenches, defensive line, offensive line, I want to see the Steelers winning that battle. It shows great depth that they can do it in the second half. It shows a willingness to do the dirty work. The Steelers are going to have to change their MO in 2021, both on defense and stopping the run, being more consistent there, and on offense, running the football. Well, to do either of those, you have to be disciplined enough and you have to dominate and win the line of scrimmage. So for me, that's a big one. I want to see, again, I don't care if it's Carlos Davis, Isaiah Bugs, Isaiah Loudermilk, um, Chris Wormley, uh, Henry Mondo, I don't care who it is, win the line of scrimmage. And just on the other side, I don't care if it's Rashad Coward, I don't care if it's B.J. Finney, J.C. Hassenauer, it doesn't matter. Dan Moore Jr., win the line of scrimmage. That's a big one for me. Okay, I want to see some splash plays. I did just say that I don't care about the defense getting takeaways. And I I don't care if they, I'm not going to throw up a red flag and say, oh my gosh, everyone should be on, you know, on high alert because the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't get turnovers. I'm not going to say that. However, I do want to see some splash plays, or as Mike Tomlin calls it, popcorn. And that goes on both sides of the football. I want to see the splash plays on offense and defense. So maybe it is a pick six, or maybe it's just an interception in the red zone. On offense, maybe it's a free play that they connect deep. Maybe it's a catch and run, like a Deontay Johnson catches it, makes a man miss, and he's off to the races. I want to see the splash plays. And that's a trend that we have seen throughout training camp. It just feels like this offense is going to kind I hate to say this, I hate to label them this, but it kind of feels like it's going to be boom or bust. It's going to be a big play or maybe just a mediocre play. Nonetheless, I want to see those big plays. I want to see those splash plays and popcorn, as Mike Tomlin calls it. The last one, the fifth and final. I just want to see the the Steelers avoid the injury bug. They already had a player, I think it's Demarcus Acey, um, who came out and said that he tore his ACL. Uh, in practice, uh, you just hate to see any player. I don't care what team they're on. I don't care if they're on the Ravens, Bengals, doesn't matter. You just hate to see a player Luke be, be lost for the season before the season even starts. I mean, it, yeah, Zach Banner's injury was tough, and so was Devin Bush's because it happened early in the season. But 
at least they got to the season. I mean, Zach Banner played almost a full game before he lost. He was lost for the year. But still, you just don't want to see, especially in a game like this, especially in a meaningless fourth preseason game. You know, Mike Tomlin said in his press conference on Tuesday, he said, you know, we view it as a bonus. We view this game as a bonus. We view it as an opportunity to get some young players, uh, quality repetitions to get them their feet wet to get them prepared to play NFL football, to get them experience, and then ultimately to give them some a chance to get some tape out there. So with all that said, you would just hate to see the injury bug creep up this early in the preseason, and so that's my fifth one. So to, to recap, my five realistic expectations for the Pittsburgh Steelers in Steelers versus Cowboys on Thursday night, Hall of Fame game, primetime television, number one, no turnovers. Keep it clean, offense. Keep it clean. No interceptions. Don't put the ball on the turf. Protect the rock, number one. Number two, solid tackling. Defense, I want you to wrap up. I want you to be solid. You're not afraid of contact. You're not afraid of anyone. Get in there. Do the dirty work. Number three, win the line of scrimmage. Offense and defensive line, dominate the point of attack. Be the person that is the aggressor and prove that this year is going to be different. Splash plays, the fourth. Splash plays. Show me some popcorn, as Mike Tomlin would say. I want to see some excitement. I want to see some big plays. The Steelers lack that at times in 2020. Not necessarily on defense, but especially on off on offense. I want to see that change. I don't care who's a quarterback. And then lastly, avoid the injury bug. No one wants to see injuries in the preseason, especially in this first out of four. All right, folks, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back after this break, I'm going to dive into the Ride or Die Crew mailbag from Twitter and answer all of your questions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of this Wednesday Mailbag Let's Ride podcast. My Ride or Die crew did not disappoint, and in case you were asleep during the first half, I gave you some realistic expectations for the Steelers and Cowboys, regardless of who's in the game. I know that in the past, when you talk about the third preseason game, the quote-unquote final dress rehearsal, you'd always say, well, we want Ben Roethlisberger to have a good showing because he might play a quarter and we want the offense to move the ball. I, I don't care who's it. These, those five things that I read off offense, defense, doesn't matter who's in there. They should be doing that. So hopefully you got those written down, get you ready. And now it's time to answer some questions. So here we go. Shield 91 says, oh, and by the way, he doesn't say this. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at J Hartman, H A R T M A N underscore P I T. Follow me every Tuesday. I put out this tweet. Hey, 
give me some questions for the mailbag, and they never disappoint. So back to Shield91. He says, if we see Mason Rudolph play on Thursday, what would you like to see out of his performance that indicates he's made progress compared to any playing time in 2020? Hashtag Ryder Dyke. Thank you very much, Shield. Good question. Mike Tomlin did say that Mason Rudolph is going to start. Dwayne Haskins is going to finish up the first half. And then Joshua Dobbs is going to quarterback the entire second half. My guess is that Mason Rudolph will play most of the first quarter. Dwayne Haskins will play probably the end of the first quarter, all of the second, and then Joshua Dobbs will take over. But to answer your question more specifically, what would I like to see out of Mason Rudolph's performance? I want to see him showing just that maturation of understanding the system. And let's keep this in mind, folks. I know that Mason Rudolph, he did get signed to that extension. I understand that he did... He has been in Matt Canada. He has had been around him, we'll put it that way, as a quarterback's coach in 2020. But he's learning a new system too. I want him to be confident in the system, to show that he can run the system, that nothing is too complex or big for him. And I want to see him making those plays that he struggled with. Meaning, I want to see the deep, Not he's always had a great deep ball. I want to see those intermediate passes be more accurate. He's had some issues with that at training camp. I want to see him be confident and be able to execute. It's not asking too much, in my opinion, Shield. All right, let's go to Jeremy Betts. He's the host of the Steelers Fantasy Fix, so make sure you check that out on Wednesday. He says, is this team's success in 2021 more about the offense being more balanced or the defense staying a top three unit even after some key departures? It's funny you say that, Jeremy, or ask that, and he uses the hashtag Ride or Die Crew. Thank you very much for using that hashtag. I appreciate it. I was talking with Dave and Brian Davis when they came to my house this past weekend for our meeting, and I was talking with Dave, and we were we were talking about how I used to. They joked with me how I used to always say that Ben Roethlisberger is the straw that stirs the Steelers' drink, and there was a time where that was the case, but I kind of am on board with what they think. They say that he's no longer the straw that stirs the drink. And to give people an idea as to what that means, he's not the one that's making everything happen. It's the defense. It's the defense. The defense is the straw that stirs the Steelers' drink. It's the defense that has to go out and start to make some plays. So I think that to answer your question, I think the offense being more balanced is very important. But the defense staying top three, that's even more important, especially after those departures of Bud Dupree, Mike Hilton, um, you can talk about uh, Steven Nelson being released. Some big losses. They can stay in the top three after that. Dang, that's pretty good. And that'll help the offense out tre- tremendously. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for the question. Lori, longtime listener of the program, says, apparently Tomlin said he wants Najee to play in all four preseason games. I know he will only play a few snaps in each, but still, how do you feel about this? Hashtag Ryder Crew. Thank you very much, Lori. So I was listening to the press conference, and I did the post-press conference podcast. That's a lot of P's there. Post-press conference it's a lot. Anyways, uh, to get out of my own head for a second. So he did say that he wants Najee to, and he wanted all, he made sure later in the press conference to state that he wants all young players to prepare and be ready to play. That's Pat Fryermuth, that's Najee Harris, that's Kendrick Green. And I think that Najee Harris, week one, so we're talking for the Steelers week one, that's this Thursday, I would expect Najee Harris to play a drive. A drive. Now, on Tuesday at camp, he supposedly had a little bit of a shoulder. He missed a play, but then he went right back in. 
If he's healthy, if his shoulder is even a little banged up, don't play him at all. He can go out and do the warm-ups. He can get ready. He can have his uniform on. He's ready to go. But don't risk don't risk a shoulder injury just because. It just doesn't mean anything. So if he's healthy, I would put him in for a drive. If they get the if the Steelers get the football, if they win the toss, I say take the ball, get him out there, run him a couple times, get him out in space, throw him the football, and then after that drive, whether it ends in a field goal, touchdown, or a punt, say, hey, you, you good man, you got that rust off, you're done. Go take a rest. That's what I think. I'm okay with him playing in all four preseason games. He's a rookie, and that's something Mike Tomlin continued to reiterate throughout his press conference was he's and all these rookies and young players need repetitions. They need that experience because he just doesn't have it. So, Lori, that's a long-winded way of answering your question, but hopefully I answered your question. Longtime listener Zibs says, if neither Juju, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and James Washington play on Thursday – is there any wide receiver in particular that you'd like to see and why? So ask, they ask more than one question. Let's do one at a time. So not all those players are going to be just told to sit out. I can see um, Ray Ray McLeod playing a lot. I can see James Washington playing a lot, at least in the first half. But Rico Bussey, man, my goodness, this guy's been tearing it up in training camp. Really excited to see if he could maybe duplicate that in a preseason game. Next part of the question, any and given Keith Butler's tendency to put linebackers on wide receivers, do you think there's anyone on the team that can actually do it besides Devin Bush? I think there is. I think that Marcus Allen could do it if he can if he could be more of a linebacker. He is a safety technically by trade by the way he was drafted out of Penn State. I think he could do it. I also think that uh, you look at someone like Ulysses Gilbert the third, he could do it as well if he can stay healthy. A gigantic if, but still he is really athletic and people just don't realize how athletic he actually is. If you can get UG3 and Devin Bush to be the, the tandem on the inside of that defense, that's probably the most athletic inside linebacker duo in the National Football League. When you're talking sideline to sideline matchups would be tremendous. I don't know if it could happen, but if it could, boy, that would be great. Next question. Todd Hall says, now that they have announced the ring of honor 2021 class, there were four players. Let's see if I can think of them off the top of my head. Uh, John Kolb, uh, Louis Lips, Carnell Lake, and Tun Chilkin. Yay, I did it. Uh, that was the four for the 2021 class. He said, is it too early to say James Harrison, Heath Miller, or Joey Porter should be part of the next class? If not, who is the next class? So on the Steelers preview, we talked about this. We had a person watching live on YouTube, and they gave us a $5 donation, a, a super chat as we call it, to ask us that question. I think James Harrison and Heath Miller should both get in the next class. They were dominant at their position. They won Super Bowls for their team. Heath won two. James Harrison really won one. So I think Debo's, my gosh, he's a leading, he has a sack record for the Steelers for crying out loud. I'd love to see them get him in there. I know people hate that he left but and went to the Patriots and played in the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but still they hate that that happened. So I don't care. I really don't. Get James Harrison in there. Joey Porter's the only one of the three you mentioned that I would say, 
maybe he should wait a little bit. But when you look at his numbers compared to Greg Lloyd, you think that maybe Joey Porter should have a spot in there. And Joey Porter did win a Super Bowl with the Steelers. So I think all three will eventually get in. I would say that Heath and James Harrison will be in before Joey Porter. All right, let's go to Brian Haynes, longtime listener. He said, only two questions this week, Jeff. Number one, regarding Art Rooney II's comment about Ben, he's talking about him saying that they have not closed the door, so to speak, on Roethlisberger returning in 2022. He said, what would it take for him not to come back as long as he's competent this year? I think that the only way that Ben, if Ben is still able to play at a high level, if Ben's still able to deliver the football down the field, he's not banged up, he doesn't have some horrible knee injury, Achilles, elbow, shoulder, whatever. If he doesn't have that, the only thing that would have him say, I'm not coming back, is if the Steelers, if the writing is on the wall that they are not close to being a contender. That's the only way that I can see that going down that way. If he says, I'm, I feel great, I, see, I think I can still play, but I'm looking around me, this team just doesn't have it. You have to also think, next season, I mean, you're going to have Juju Smith-Schuster. He's going to be a free agent. Deontay Johnson will be a free agent, I believe. I'm sorry, not Deontay Johnson. James Washington will be a free agent. Eric Ebron's going to be a free agent. There could be a lot of turnover on offense, and maybe he just doesn't want to go through that. I don't know. But I think the Steelers, if Ben can play and still play at a high level, they would be stupid not to have him back. Second part of Brian's questions, do you believe there is an actual possibility that Haskins displaces Mason Rudolph as the backup? Hashtag Ryder to die crew. Hashtag Thursday is game day. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate you always being a very loyal fan of the show. So I do think there is a possibility that Haskins could displace Mason Rudolph as the backup. And what makes me say that? based on the fact that Mason Rudolph, in my opinion, has not proven anything. And even though people want to point to 2019, and they want to point to the spot playing at 2020 in that Week 17 game in Cleveland, that does not not told me that he is ready full-time. I am not saying that I think Haskins has done enough to say that Mason is expendable. I'm saying that if Haskins, who does have starting experience, who was a first-round draft pick, who does have the pedigree, that Haskins, if he plays well, could displace Mason as the backup. Did not say he's the future. Did not say he's a future Hall of Famer. Did not say he's the heir to the throne. But he could displace him as the backup. Not putting that out of contention at all. Todd Hall asks, with the negativity on Mason's play so far, does he get significant snaps on Thursday even though he is tapped the, is tapped as the backup? Or is it a Haskins-Dob show? Now, Todd, you asked this question probably before Mike Tomlin took to the podium. Mike Tomlin said that Mason Ruff is going to start. They don't know exactly how much he's going to play. They have not made that announcement, but they said that Haskins is definitely going to play probably the second quarter. That would tell me that Mason Rudolph's going to play most of the first, and Dobbs has the entire second half. Chrissy, uh, who I love, she's she's awesome. She says, don't have a question, but my 13-year-old Wyatt, he took a picture at training camp yesterday, and he, and he wanted to send it to me. Uh, he says he, they're headed back. They were headed back to practice on Tuesday, and it's a picture of Big Press. Pre- and this guy, I'm going to retweet this picture after the show. This picture, if you can go to my Twitter feed, and you'll see it. I mean, this guy's huge. I mean, you see this. Uh, maybe it's the angle. I don't know. 
but it looks like your seats are great, Chrissy. And man, he is a monster. Big press. That makes me all jacked up. That's awesome. I just retweeted it. There you go. So um, thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. And then last question here. Believers says, number one, has the move to Heinz Field over Latrobe made any kind of difference in your eyes? I don't know. I think you'd have to ask the players, and I don't think the media has really asked any players this question. The players probably love it. The players don't want to go sleep in dorms. Are you serious? Having football, 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 they basically shove down your throat 24-7. And that probably would remind them of college. And a lot of these players, they don't they didn't like that. They they like the pros. They they like being a professional. But at the same time, I think there is some value to always being there with team bonding, team building, and things like that. So I think it's kind of a there are some pluses and minuses. It would depend on the players. Number two, what is your big surprise cut that'll be made that no one is expecting? For me, I think on offense, I'll try to give you one on both sides. That's what I always do. Um, on offense, I would say a surprise cut. So someone that is cut whew, that no one's expecting. I'm going to say BJ Finney. BJ Finney getting cut, I think, would be a surprise for a lot of people. Uh, that that would show that Kendrick Green is doing well. That would show that they like JC Hasnauer enough to cut him. But if BJ Finney were to get cut, that would be a surprise for me. Might not be for you, but it would be for me. On defense, I would go and say if Marcus Allen were to get cut. I feel like they've tried to find a role for him, and if he weren't able to fill that role and just not able to get it done, that would be really disappointing for him and for the Steelers, and I think that would be a surprise. I'm not predicting either of those to happen. He asked what my surprise cuts would be, and that's my answer. All right, folks, for all my ride-or-die crew, you are awesome. You are awesome. You always provide those questions on Wednesday. If you want to be a part of that, just follow me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N, underscore P-I-T. And then when I put out the tweet on Tuesday, let me know what you have. Ask any Steeler questions. I'd be loved to answer them on the show. Next week, we'll be talking about another preseason game upcoming. That'll be at Philadelphia. And we'll be able to recap some of this week one game. I'm going to be back on Friday to recap this game. I'm not sure if that show will actually air at noon. I probably will. My guess is that Thursday night, we are going to do a post game show. Myself, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. We will do a post game show. That'll air and that'll stay on uh, our podcast platform. And then my Let's Ride normally runs on noon on Friday. So I will be back on Friday. So even if you wake up early and you're, you're where's Jeff's Let's Ride? It's coming Friday. We'll talk about that game and we'll talk about, we'll talk with Michael Beck as well in his normal spot. So make sure you check that out. Make sure BehindTheSteelCurtain.com is your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. And wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow so that you don't miss a thing. It's time, folks. Thursday. Thursday, we have live football. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Let's let's do this. Let's enough talk. Let's do it. You know how we finish it out. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. We'll see you. Go steal it. Here we go. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.